Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Oh, there you are. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's all right. <laughs> uh, you know what I did? I turned you on, then I turned you off. How do you, how, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you hit a button, one minute you're on. Hit that, that same like button, next minute you're off. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, Trey, $414.80. The Bud Light Little Blue Book has been open for the past hour. And, uh, by the way, you can enter by way of the Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, uh, the Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. You can email me, Randy R at 1037thebuzz.com. Or you can do like Trey. He's about to give his prediction right over the airways. Uh, you didn't you didn't ask me in advance, so I didn't give it to you in advance. The tiebreaker, no. Trey, is the leading rusher for Arkansas and total net yards. Leading rusher for and? Arkansas. Uh, yes, that could be like uh, K.J. Jefferson, 15 yards. That is the top oh, total net yards for the rusher. Yes, correct. Okay. All right. Um, okay. I'll go with... I'll go with DeBinion. I think... I mean, Rocket's going to play, I believe, but, you know, it might be a situation where he's kind of eased into it. So I'll go with DeBinion for... Go with the Binion for 74 yards. 74. Okay. That means that 100-yard barrier still yet to be broken this yes. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've gone back and forth on, this, on the game. You know, my, part of my heart, I guess, tells me Arkansas. And I picked Arkansas in the preseason. But I also know that uh, you get your heart broken a lot <laughs> against Texas A&M lately. So what I did was I averaged the last three years' scores, and it comes out to Arkansas. It comes out to Texas A&M twenty-five, Arkansas twenty-four. So I don't know how they get to twenty-five, but I'm going to go twenty-five, twenty-four. Twenty-five, twenty-four. A&M. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. A&M. All right. Yep. This. I'm going to pick A&M. Uh, it's just a matter of, I mean, eleven. The last eleven years. That's that's what it's come down to. So I. I I want to pick Arkansas, but I'm just not going to. So there. I think it, I think it's healthy though, Trey. That way, you know, you can uh, use the reverse psychology approach. You think it's healthy to have low expectations? I, well, I do it all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. Except this year, it did work out positive that the Yankees had a bad year. I kept saying, "Oh, they're going." You know, they they're bad. They're bad. Season's over. I kept thinking, "Oh, they're going to turn it around." They're, but they're not. But they, they still had a winning record. I know, it's and they're going to finish with the winning record. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So it's not terrible. All right, Trey, this is from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. And, yes, Scott, you can get in on the Blue Book from 
the uh, uh, Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Mary Ann is in the book. Holy smokes. Just now realized that. Okay, Savage says, uh, Astray, who needs this game more, Jimbo or Sam? This is the turning point for the Hogs getting a bowl game. Go Hogs. Well, they both need it. I mean, it's difficult to say who needs it more, but, I mean, Texas A&M's lost one, and if you lose two, then, you know, they'll feel just like Arkansas has or, or worse. But uh, I think Arkansas I think Arkansas needs it more because you're talking about riding a three-game losing streak potentially. I mean, it's been pretty nasty over here. If you, like, look on social media and stuff and um, – Listen to call in radio. <laughs> it gets, uh, it's been pretty nasty, and that's this what you, what happens after you have a couple of losses. Uh, Arkansas lost two close games. It's just that's the thing that it comes down to for me. Ultimately, guys, is just like they haven't won close games. I mean, they, the only close game they won is the Liberty Bowl, and that was a game that they should have won by like seventeen. But for some reason, the refs decided to extend the game and. Uh, aside from that game, I mean, Arkansas has lost how many close games in a row? How many one-score games in a row? Oh, my oh it's sickening. Well, four last year and two this year. Yeah, and what else has Arkansas done? Penalties. A lot of penalties. They had 14 against BYU. I don't think all those were warranted, but yeah, probably 10 of them were. And they had 11 last weekend, and that's just it's just too many penalties. I, I say this all the time. People will say, Oh, they didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. But the fact of the matter is you made mistakes. You let them creep in. They capitalize on your mistakes, and it's all about the team that makes you pay more. The team that makes the most mistakes and the team that makes the other team pay the most for those mistakes. Usually the team that ends up winning when these, you know, tightly contested uh, SEC battles like this. So uh, as far as to answer your question, though, I think I think Arkansas needs this more. Um, you know, it a, a, a bad season – wouldn't necessarily mean that Sam Pittman is fired, but you guys know how toxic it can get in the off season. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it gets nasty, mm-hmm. and so it's getting nasty it's like during the season, Trey. It's getting nasty yeah. during the season. It's nasty during the season, but when you have that toxicity in the off season, and with the way college football is nowadays, where players can just leave and go to another team, and you're trying to attract players to your team, also, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's 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 not a good it's not a good thing to have happen. Uh, so I think Arkansas needs this game more than anything. I mean, Texas A and M is going to continue to get athletes because they're in their backyard, and you know they. Pay a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just kind of the way it is. It's interesting to look at the makeup of these two teams. I mean, Texas A&M does have some veteran players, but they've got a lot of flavor from that 2022 recruiting class, Uh, guys that are making impact, guys that are second-year players. And you flip it to Arkansas, and, yeah, they have guys that weren't as highly recruited. I mean, when I say highly recruited, I'm talking like they got some dudes that are like several that are like top 25 players nationally. Some even higher than that. Some one, <laughs> one, one nationally. Uh, so, but they're younger. And then Arkansas has got a lot of more veteran, older players that didn't all necessarily become veterans at Arkansas, but they're all here now. Uh, so it's kind of an interesting dynamic between the two. And you also, uh, you know, I always say when I go back and forth and I can't decide on the score, I say who's who's got the better quarterback. And in this case, I think it's KJ Jefferson. But I don't know. I just I can't pull the trigger on Arkansas just based on that. Um, they've had too many penalties lately. They've lost too many close games, and they've lost this series ten out of eleven times. So I'm just going to go in expecting um, a close game where Arkansas comes out on the wrong end, and hopefully I'll be surprised. You know, Trey, I, this has got to be your favorite weekend. You're going into a stadium that you hate to go to, to sit yeah. in a press box that you hate to be in. Well, no, he's maybe already he's going out in the maybe stands. Maybe even to mingle with fans, which is unusual for you, to watch a team you expect to lose. Yeah. That's some weekend, I mean, isn't it? That's just that's how you draw it up. I mean, I've been – you plan these weekends a year and ahead, you know, a year ahead. and Yeah. Well, you are going to stay in a dumpy hotel, too, aren't you? No, i got to find the crappiest nice. hotel I can find. You know, I'm actually doing something a little ambitious. What's that? I, I've got a 6.12 a.m. flight on Saturday morning Ooh, and then a 6.30 luck. flight out. No kidding. That night? So I'm going to – 
See, enjoy your time 6.30 in Dallas, at night, yeah. Huh? 6.12 really like a.m., 6.30 at night. So I'm getting in and out of Dallas as wow. fast as possible. Mm. I just kind of balanced it out. I was like, okay, what if I – I just looked, and it's like, what are flights? And then kind of balanced out with the hotel costs. I was like, I could just fly, get in and out in a day. Well, particularly if you're anticipating a lousy day, you might as well get out as fast as you can. Get out of there as fast as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Good gracious. I'm not expecting Arkansas to get slaughtered. You know, I'm just thinking they'll lose a a close game. Yeah. Okay. Do you have time to go? you, You guys know it could go either way. I mean, it really could. I think it'll be a close game, and it's just going to be one of those that might come down to who has the ball last with enough time to score. So, are you, are you going to have enough time? To do a walk and yeah, talk I was you, oh, yeah. Are you going to do that at the airport? I've given myself plenty of time here, gentlemen. <laughs> He's walking around the airport, with his phone talking to himself. Yeah. Oh, look at that crazy guy <laughs> over there from the airport. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I've given myself enough time to to get to the airport. Well, Trey, speaking of the walk and talk, I, I, this may be the the nicest thing Marion has ever said to you. Tell Trey he is so cute on his walk and talk. Me and my daughter-in-law love watching it and then talking about him. Well, Marianne, what do you say about Trey between you and your daughter-in-law? They do a watch and talk. <laughs> Hamhawk wants to know a question for Trey. Trey, are letdown games that lead to losses a real thing? I think so. I think you can absolutely let down. I mean, college football is an emotional sport. You pour all your heart and soul into a game like Arkansas has. You know, LSU is that what he's talking about? Like, I guess so. You're coming off the game like that. Well, Mike suggested that a few moments ago. The Navy Mike suggested that a few moments ago that Arkansas they gave so much in that game against LSU that they'll have Mm -hmm. a letdown this game. Yeah, but maybe it was. Maybe it was good work for them to realize, okay, you know, we can do this. We've got this. You know, there's that aspect of it, too. Very true. All right, this from Chuck in Wynn. He says, uh, Rick Trey, would you rather have a running back who could break one for 80 every now and then or a stronger running back you could count on to get four yards when you need uh, – had to have three and could still break one? Also have – also, you have to start playing your song whenever Navy Mike calls in. One more, Taylor Swift's family owns Swift <laughs> Truck Lines. She has always been rich. Oh, is that right? I, I didn't know that. that. Okay, that's all right. Well, she's America's sweetheart. Um, I think oh I would take my. the big back. Oh, you know, I'm guessing training. <laughs> I, I have a 10-year-old daughter. Yeah. I don't know what you're going through with, with Taylor Swift stuff, but uh, yeah, we're not we're Swifties, I guess, in this house. Well, I knew two oh, of her songs, and Randy didn't know any of them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't. Do I need to start playing Taylor Swift music did. for you? I don't think. I mean, if one if a song came on, I could tell you. You know, but I, I could <laughs> if she sings it, but I, I can't remember. I can't remember a name of it. Do you realize, Trey, you you now will be the subject of criticism Mm. on the live feedback and the buzz text line because you are taking up your own time talking about Mm -hmm. something (laughs) other than the Razorbacks. That's right. Let the record be clear. Yeah. Does your daughter like Travis Kelsey? Uh, she, uh, she does not, I don't think. She doesn't have one of his jerseys. <laughs> she was in no. the game. You too. I don't think she has an opinion on Kelsey. I'm even going to buzz you. <laughs> Both of you. Well, Rick said it. I didn't. Wow. Okay, let's... Just the victim in this. Uh, yeah. The victim. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Let's talk to J.W. J.W., got a question to comment for Trey? I got a question for Trey. So I've been listening and been watching over the since Pittman's been here. How many games we have lost by possession or a few points, mm-hmm. and it's a, a remount. It's ridiculous how many games that we could have won by one possession or something, and a lot of yeah. that's due to coach. So my question is: We're still in year was this year five of Pittman? Is year is four? This, it's, yeah, and and we're still doing the same thing. We're still losing games by one possession due to yeah. coaching. I don't think the issue of this A and M game is going to come down to extra to those. Well, uh, to players, 
if the Rockets playing or not. I think it's going to come down to coaching again, and I think he's going to be out coached. My question is not by Jimbo. Well, Bobby Petrino. He might get out coached by Bobby Petrino, but not by Jimbo. That, I'm getting there, Randy. Settle down. Okay, Randy. So, my question is, how would this look if he is out coached again, and especially by Bobby Petrino? And the reason I say he's going to be out coached because, man, we've had the BYU game and LSU game was ours. We we, we our our head coach put us in a position that we, I mean, I mean, come on. So my question is, what happens? Do you think he will be out coached? Do you think Bobby Petrina is a better uh, play caller than what the whole staff of Arkansas has? And because there's no halftime adjustment. We don't really do anything. It looks like we fall off towards the end of the second half. And I just want to get your thoughts on being out. Well, let me ask you, you, let me ask you, you this, Let though. me ask you, second like, half, there's no halftime adjustments. Do you know Arkansas scored every possession it had in the second half against LSU? Yeah. And so I'll ask every you, possession, I, every one of them. Every one of them. I would also no, ask this. Every like, one of them. Who's more talented? I'm talking about defense, so it's not just all offense. It's 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 a team game here. You okay. They don't but make who's, any who's got a more talented? Who has a more talented roster? Oh, LSU. Okay. Texas A&M. Both of them. Yeah. I mean, L- Arkansas has 19 players in the NFL right now. There are 50 in there from LSU. But what I mean, does that transpire to the to the win-loss? That doesn't mean anything. Brett Bielema put people talent in the NFL. doesn't mean anything. Got noted. That, does it win games? It's the coaching win games. Talent, talent does and talent, coaching does talent together win games. games. So what do they do? Play intramural ball for LSU and the NFL drafted them off the NFL. I mean, off the intramural field. So what we're saying? So are we we saying that we're only worried about talent and not winning the game? You can have all the talent in the world and not win games. Well, here, listen. You said it's a team game, and that includes coaching. That includes talent. Includes putting your team in the best position to win, given your talent. Um, It doesn't mean Arkansas can't win with. Lesser talent because they and I think the NIL Bobby landscape Petrino is going to help Arkansas change some things. I mean, sure. Bobby Petrino won with less with coaching. No, he did. There's no question. He That's also had good quarterbacks and receivers. He also util- knew how to utilize the talent that he had, which was quarterbacks right. and wide receivers. Since several so of wide receivers and tight ends in the NFL about being coach, who's being out coached. Well, I, mean, I don't think there's any doubt that there's been. On to get better, I'm not trying to be maybe knock here, but the excuses has to stop. Yeah, you are JW. You're, you're Army JW. Well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to his point also because I'm I'm he makes valid points too. I'm just asking all the questions because there's more to it than just coaching. There's talent, but at the same time, he's not wrong in the sense of. You know, there have been times where Arkansas makes a choice to go for it on fourth down when they're not a very good fourth down team, when they should have kicked a field goal. And how many games did they lose last year by a field goal or less? It was four. And I can remember a lot of times where they failed in short yardage and probably should have just kicked a field goal. Um, How many penalties did they have last weekend? Eleven on the road in Baton Yeah, that all comes down to coaching. So I'm not so sure that he's 100% wrong. I'm just saying there's also an aspect of it that Arkansas has to overcome a lot <laughs> to to match up with some of these teams historically. Again, I do think that I do think that the transfer portal and NIL is and can change that. And I've said this before with Arkansas's roster right now. I think it's the most talented that he's ever had. I think it's hands down. I think if you ask anybody up there, whether a coach or administrator or anything, who's able to watch all the practice and stuff, they're going to tell you, you know, they might tell you to candidly, I don't know, but they're going to tell you that this is the best roster that they have ever had at Arkansas. It's the deepest roster. I'm interested to see how it helps them down the line when they get to the second half of the season as teams inevitably have players that get beaten up more and more and, and lose players to injuries and stuff. But... He's not wrong that there have been some, you know, some questionable deals uh, that have led to a lot of close losses. Now, Pittman's only been here four years. The first year taking over, I mean, it's hard for me to count any coach his first year. And we see throughout college football, 
all the issues that happen with first-year coaches. Next year, they get better and better. I mean, look at Florida State. The first year, Mike Norvell took over. We're going to put that on him, you know. Um, so there's a lot of issues there. They did lose a lot of close games that first year. Lost a lot of games by a kick. The next year, I think they were fortunate to have a lot of guys come back, older players, come back for that COVID year and such, and won close games. They won half of the close games. They basically split their close games last year, which is about what you should do. Um, not last year, excuse me, but 2021. 2022, they just lost too many close games, and that was the difference in that team winning eight games regular season and winning six regular season. But it's hard for you. you it, it's also we have, to, we have to count on this, too. And we're talking about Sam Pittman and the situation he walked into coming off of, you know, the Chad Morris hire and everything like that and the firing. Uh, that first year, there are two players on this team from that first recruiting class because you get dropped in the middle of it and you have like two weeks to recruit. You don't have a full coaching staff or anything. And then you kind of take a lot of leftovers from the late signing period. And that's your team. There are two players left from that team. Jashad Stewart and... I can't remember who the other one is, but one is Jashad Stewart. And then the next year is not as bad, but it's it's still low. It's like six, seven guys. It's like seven guys. That year you weren't able to go and recruit in person. You couldn't have a recruit in on campus and talk to them face-to-face. You couldn't go visit them. You couldn't evaluate them. All those COVID rules uh, just killed their recruiting opportunities that year. And considering where Arkansas was in the past – it was just really hard for them to get the ball rolling on that. Um, so I'm not saying you get a pass for those two years from a recruiting standpoint, but it's notable, I think. And I think that's certainly belongs in the conversation. Katie, got to go. I'm sorry, got to go, buddy. There is the break. All right. All right, Trey. We will talk with you tomorrow. Hey, it's Trey Biddy of HogSports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone, brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton. Don't miss this trade day event at Zeti, sponsored by Home Team Heroes, on September 30th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Join us for a day filled with games, food, exciting giveaways, slab packs, and more. Learn about Home Team Heroes, the unique experience that's taking the collecting world by storm. Mark your calendar and head over to Zeddy's, located at 146. West South Street in Benton. The trade day event is on September 30th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Don't miss out on this exciting opportunity to trade and connect with fellow collectors. The board-certified, fellowship-trained physicians at Martin Orthopedics provide complete care for students, adults, and athletes. At Martin Orthopedics, the surgeons and staff pay exceptional attention to every patient's needs. When you go to Martin Orthopedics, every member of the team aims to help patients return to their normal daily activities or playing the sport they love without pain. Whether it's your knee, hip, or shoulder, the physicians at Martin Orthopedics stand ready to assist. For more information or to set up your consultation online, go to Martin Ortho. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind today. For the next 30 days, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for more details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville. 
Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertiPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertiPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Is there any more satisfying feeling than letting an elevator door close on somebody? I did it at the hotel earlier. I got such a warm rush through my body. It felt like the inside of my body hugged the outside of my body, you know? And then you see it close and you're like... (laughs) Sometimes a second later it opens and you're like... Comedian Tom Segura. Second show added. December 7th, Oakland Racing Casino Resort Event Center. Buy tickets at Oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Now back to Drive Time Sports. Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat My Catfish. Now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh. Eat local. Eat My Catfish. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. This is the deal tonight at the Riverfront Steakhouse. Now, this is another one of the Frank... Fletcher specials. So simple. You want the chef special for $36. If you want the chef special for $60 or just any entree, you will get the lobster. The lobster is back. Now there are 30, 30 reservations. That's all that's available tonight. 30. It is tonight, tonight only. I must tell you, act. I wish I were not headed out of town because I would be front and center. I would go for the dinner for two for 60 bucks. That includes the riverfront salad bar for two. That gives me the 10-ounce filet with the four famous Frank Fletcher fried shrimp that I get to pick two sides, 371-9000. Get a reservation. It's going to be busy tonight, but you still got time. There are 30, 30 spaces left. That is, any entree, you get the lobster, a 12-ounce lobster. And I missed it last time, and doggone it, i got to miss it again this time. We'll be leaving town uh, as soon as the show is over, headed down to Arlington. So please take advantage of this opportunity to pig out and... Uh, not on a pig, but pig out, because this doesn't come along very often. That is, the lobster added on at no extra cost. So that's it. That's the deal. Head out to the Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Ask for the lobster special tonight. Be sure and ask for the lobster special. Three seven one nine thousand. The William R. Shapur. You may have heard. Uh, William, I mean, I support this morning on uh, Morning Madness, and he was talking about this deal. It's for real. Three seven one nine thousand. Make a reservation now. You will not regret taking advantage of this tremendous opportunity. Three seven one nine thousand. Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. All right, let's uh, talk with Hooper. Hooper, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. How's it going, guys? They're going great. How about you? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Just wanted to kind of touch on a conversation y'all just had before break. Uh, y'all were kind of talking about, you know, offensive coordinator and, you know, play caller between Petrino and, uh, and you know, Pittman and kind of where we're at as far as that. And you also made the comment about how this is the, the best uh, roster that, you know, Arkansas, or at least Pittman has seen since he's been up there. And I would agree with it. It's definitely probably the best freshman roster, like as far as young guys that are coming in, you know, Hawes, and those guys are obviously standing out. If they stay with us, if they're Arkansas boys, you know, they're obviously going to make a huge impact on the field for us in the future. I think as far as going forward in the, in the situation that we're in, which, again, my two cents doesn't matter much because I'm not making a million-plus a year to make this phone call, 
But the one thing that I've seen from Arkansas the last few years, even whenever we had Bumper Pool and that team, and, you know, we had Straylon Burke, and, you know, even last year with Hazelwood, and even going into this year, the one thing that I'm seeing consistently that isn't changing is our play call. And underneath Kendall, whenever we have Browse, I did not see, you just do not see the aggressive play calling. You kind of saw it a little bit, uh, Pittman's second year, I guess it was, whenever we had Bumper Pool and we had, or whenever we had Grant Morgan, that team. You know, you saw the aggressive, you know, going forward on, on fourth down, the fake punt, the, the deep shot. I feel like nine times out of ten when you watch an offensive series, we're taking the snap, we're throwing it to the hash mark, and we're getting either, if it's a good ball, we're gaining three, four, or nine times out of ten, or maybe, you know, seven times out of ten, the ball is a jump ball where the defenders to the receiver by the time that he actually gets to take a, make a move. You know, or we're in a third and eight situation and we're throwing a quick, a quick slant before the, before the six. So a lot of the time, and y'all made the comment on it a couple weeks ago about how, you know, Arkansas is a run team. Arkansas is a run team. And yes, we are. But at a certain point, you have to take a step back. And last week, we had a great run game. I think Dominion, he's my favorite back. He has been since he was a freshman. I think he's an explosive back that when he gets the ball, he is vertical. He doesn't sit in a hole and dance, you know, side to side and try to find he hits the hole and he goes. And he picks up five, six yards, usually when he carries it. And so the one thing that I think that I that we should do as far as offensively goes to kind of open up our play calling is we've got to throw the ball a little bit more to open up our run game. You know, we're not getting much when we're, you know, running the ball for two, three yards a, a carry, which is good, I guess, but not in the SEC when you're playing LSU. Not when you're playing Ole Misses, Texas A&M's, you're going to have to be more aggressive because they're going to predict that. And I think those deep shots down the field, those getting away from the hash marks and the side-to-side throws and the three, four-yard throws, let KJ KJ's got a good arm. You know, he's got a decent offensive line right now that can give him a little bit of time to throw. And whenever he sits back and he stands in that pocket for a second and you watch him release that ball finally, that ball is usually right on target. So I think the biggest thing for our offense is we need to start putting the ball in KJ's hands with his arm. Use those, use those young receivers that we have on the edge. Let them gain some confidence, get some yards, catch some balls. And, you know, at that point, I think that they may kind of start creeping back defensively to where we can put a rocket up the middle for, you know, 10-15, or we can put a Dominion to break one loose or, or a A.J. Green, something like that. So, bottom yeah, line, yeah, I just think yeah, we need to be more aggressive play-calling-wise. And I think that's making, why, you know, Petrino was so successful, too. Well, you're making some very good points, and you're basically describing Arkansas's offense against LSU. They were very aggressive. They threw the tight end. He caught six passes. They put other wide receivers in the game. Broden makes a great touchdown catch. DeBinion had his best game rushing. The offensive line probably had its best game. KJ had a good rushing game. So all the things that you just pointed out, they did last week. Herper, thank you. The first three weeks, but they did it the last week. So it was a very nice explanation. Randy, am I wrong? That's no. That's kind of what they did last Saturday. No. Everything that he just said. They put KJ in motion early. And I say in motion, they moved the pocket. He had some designated runs. Uh, They took their shots down the field, even though there was just a, what, 19-yard touchdown pass that was still uh, a shot down the field. They later got one on down the field from Luke Haz, who, oh, by the way, was the John Mackey player of the week. Tight end of the week. Tight end of the week, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. And Dominion got his carries. And uh, A.J. Green, he was uh, nursing that shoulder. I think he started out, what, three carries. And then that was pretty much it it for the day uh, because of that shoulder. But, yeah, I mean, I think they followed that script pretty much. The only thing that, uh, thank goodness, we didn't have to talk about was a fourth and one and whether or not they would have ran the ball from the shotgun <laughs> yeah, or underneath right. the center. Thank you. Right. At least yeah. I didn't. that didn't happen. Yeah, so. that's the one thing that didn't happen. You're right. I think the, um, you know, we had a caller earlier that said they don't make adjustments. And, okay, on offense, they obviously did something right. They scored in every possession of the second half. They scored in the last possession of the first half. Defensively, did they not make adjustments? I don't know. Did they just get tired? I don't know. Did LSU's quarterback just rise to another level in the second half? That could be part of it. 
you know, there we uh, when people look at games from a one-sided uh, aspect, which most Arkansas fans do, sometimes we fail to give the other team credit. And I think what Trey Biddy said was, who had more talent, Arkansas or LSU? If you're going on recruiting and all that kind of stuff, LSU easily has more talent. And uh, and do they have a good coach? Well, oh, Sam Pittman's making five million a year. Well, guess what? LSU's coach is making ten million a year, so he ought to be twice as good as Pittman, shouldn't he? So you know, they, we we get into all these discussions about, hey, look, KJ Jefferson, we thought is as good a quarterback as any in the SEC. He is, but LSU's is as good or better. And sometimes you just have that happen. We are now joined by NFL agent and guru, better oh, known good. as Chris Turnage. Yeah. Chris, have you got your seat reserved for the game in the Meadowlands between the Chiefs and the Jets? I tell you, I was uh, at the beginning of the season, I was planning on going to that because of uh, B.J. Thompson on the Chiefs and Xavier Gibson on the Jets, um, both Stephen F. Austin guys, and then B.J. obviously an Arkansas native. Um, but I don't think I'm going to make it up there, you know, down in Dallas, and then try to get back. But uh, there's a chance. Uh, there's a chance I, I, I get up there for that. Well, do you know the ticket prices just went up about ten times because Travis Kelsey's new girlfriend's going <laughs> to. Well, you know, it's funny. I was actually at the Chiefs game last <laughs> last Sunday with with, Where uh, are you? with Taylor Swift, and I was sitting about six, well, maybe ten ten rows in front of Taylor Swift's box where she was sitting with Kelsey's mom, and hmm. I kid you not. Everybody in, in my section, I felt like they watched that box more than they watched the game. Now, granted, the game wasn't much uh, to watch, but um, they kept turning around and were taking pictures of Taylor Swift. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, it was crazy. And I literally got a notification on my phone that said breaking news, and it said, Taylor Swift celebrates Travis Kelsey's touchdown. And I'm like, how is this breaking news that somebody is celebrating, you know, somebody's touchdown that's at Arrowhead Stadium? It doesn't. It didn't make sense to me that was breaking news, but... Um, and I kid you not, there was more fans waiting for her to come out of the box than there were running down to try to get the players' autographs you know, when they came out. Oh, my was, goodness. Uh, it was a bizarre scene. It really I'm was. I'm sure she's very protected. Uh, who knows? I mean, that's Oh, really she had nice. about seven security guards in there, yeah, in the, yeah, in the suite wow. with her. Okay, well, back to more important things. Are the Cowboys out of the <laughs> Super Bowl now? <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't think they're out of it, certainly. They've still got a good defense, still got a good offense. Um you know, I think you're going to – granted, now that game was very surprising to lose to the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are probably one of the um, least talented teams um, in the league right now. But uh, – so that was certainly a surprising game um, all across the NFL for everybody to see that. But uh, I think I think uh, uh, they're going to bounce back, maybe not this week. This week is going to be a good game. Bill Belichick always puts a good defensive game plan around. Um, and I think we'll bait back into some potential – uh, bad throws, but uh, but no, I think I think the Cowboys are still going to be right in the mix in the NFC when it's all said and done. Chris, I was really surprised at the way that uh, the Cardinals were able to run on the Cowboys. Agreed. Not so much what they gave up. I mean, with Diggs out, uh, with the injury season, the ACL season-ending uh, injury, but good gracious, they were porous uh, at the line of scrimmage. They just gave up chunks after chunks. Uh, on the ground to uh, yeah. Arizona. I agree. That was somewhat uh, somewhat surprising um, to see because Dallas is still strong up front, still strong, you know, with the linebackers. So yeah, that that was surprising. I agree uh, with you, Randy. Hmm. All right, let's talk with Tony. Tony, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Yes, Randy. How you guys doing? What's up, buddy? How are you? Pretty good. I just want to get in that book. Let's do it, Tony. All right. I'm gonna say. Razorbacks 31, Texas A&M 27. How many, uh, who's going to be the leading rusher for Arkansas and what would be his net yards rushing? AJ Green, he's going to get, uh, so I got the yardage? Yes, sir, yardage. I'm going to say he got 100 yards. <laughs> 100 on the nose. All right, Tony, thank you. Thank you, sir. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, joined again by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue. 
Registration is open for the 2023-1037 The Buzz Fall Golf Tournament Tuesday, October 10th at the Burns Park Golf Course presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The case can be made that Clyde Smack Over Scott was the first Razorback legend. This three-time All-Southwest Conference player led the Hogs to their first bowl win, beating William and Mary, by the way, on his way to being the eighth pick in the 1948 NFL Draft, where he would win two NFL championships. Oh, by the way, he was also the silver medalist in the 110-meter hurdles in the 1948 Olympics in London. Absolutely remarkable. Speaking of legendary Arkansas institutions, Doublebees has 34 stores across the natural state for your convenience. When you're in a hurry, you can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps. Doublebees, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebees. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Have you been denied a new roof by your insurance company after storm damage? You won't be denied at Shamrock Roofing. Give us a call or visit us at shamrockroofer.com. Right now, we're offering a free impact-resistant roof upgrade. Plus, if you've been denied coverage by your insurance company after the storms, you automatically qualify to win a new roof for free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com for details. Shamrock Roofing, where one call does it all at shamrockroofer.com. I know the last three years, people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be rejoined by our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage. Whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security as Arkansas's community bank. First Security is all about taking care of customers and making life better right here in Arkansas. So more people can buy a home, run a business, and a whole lot more. Now, the financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas, and that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. Check them out at fsbank.com and get ready to bank better at First Security. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. And as we mentioned, our NFL agent and guru, Chris Turnage, joins us. Chris, tell me Denver is not as bad as the way that they're playing, and certainly as they played last weekend against uh, the Miami Dolphins. You could almost say they quit last week. 
getting beat 70 to 20. Yeah, I, I will say, I'll, I'll tell you what you told me to say, Randy. I don't think they're as bad as they're playing. Um, <laughs> but, um, uh, and I, I do think that, but man, you look up 70 to 20, um, I believe that's the highest score, the most score, point scored since 1960 um, from the NFL standpoint. And uh, I was following that game on my phone because I was, you know, in the stadium, and it just every chance they were just, you know, scoring and in chunk plays. Um, I, I do think that roster was a little bit depleted as well, um, you know, much like Arizona. But they, I do think they're a better team, certainly than what they're playing. Um, they've got to make some changes and, and be able to to really, really uh, focus on defense. Um, I mean, you score twenty points on offense. That'll win you several games in the NFL. Not all, obviously, but you don't expect to lose by uh, 50 if you score wow. 20 points. So, um, yeah, it's going to be uh, that's going to be interesting to see if that just is a complete, you know, deflating moment for them, um, and they do throw in a towel, or if they can, you know, rally around Sean Payton and, and Russell Wilson and, and start to put things together. Now, Walmart was not built in a day, but do you think the Walton family regrets this decision to invest in this team? No, I, I don't think so at all. I mean, they're, they're still printing money uh, from it regardless of the record right now um, because of the revenue sharing in place, TV contracts and all that. So I don't think they're um, regretting it now. I think they're probably not going to have as long of a fuse uh, if just that things don't get better and, and then next year kind of looks the same, but I don't, I don't think they're regretting it. Chris, would you like to get into the Bud Light Little Blue Book this week? We have $414.80, and the tiebreaker is the leading rusher, individual rusher for Arkansas, and the net yards in which that back or quarterback or whoever it may be. In fact, we had one on here saying that it was going to be uh, Cam Little on three fake field goals. <laughs> you don't think they catch on after the third, uh, catch on after the first or second fake? They're still going to do it again. Um, the kick, kicker usually doesn't run on the fake field goals, but anyway. Right, right. Um, well, it's pretty close last week. I think it's a thirty-one twenty-seven LSU. Um, so hopefully, I can go back to the well and, and get some of the same mojo. I'm going to go um, thirty-one twenty-eight Arkansas um, in this game. I think uh, Kim Little will will kick the uh, winning field goal and uh, win it this year. So I will go that. And um, I do think maybe uh, you see A.J. Green or DeBinion break off a long one. Um, so I'm going to go DeBinion and say 84 um, net rushing yards for him. Wouldn't it be just as just think about what happened to Clint Sterner? Fumble against Tennessee one year, throws a game-winning pass the next year. Wouldn't it be yep. fitting if Cam Little kicked the game-winning field goal this year? That would be nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I like um, your suggestion. So that's, that's what I'm going with. And I will say this. One thing, you know, I know you guys are talking about different adjustments and stuff. I was concerned about the, the lack of adjustments on defense by Arkansas. I feel like they got out-schemed against LSU. If you notice, they would set up a play, a particular play, and line up in a formation where they were either four or five wide that have their receiver neighbors in the slot where they could match up one-on-one against our safety, Singletary, and then mm-hmm. run the wheel route with him. Um, and they kept doing that, I think, for three times and three touchdowns, if I'm yes. not mistaken. And it yes. was it was one on one every single time where Singletary was matched up with neighbors from the slot running that wheel, and so I do feel like we got a little bit out schemed and, and lack of adjustment there on the defensive side of the ball because they kept again they would set up with almost the same play prior to and then run this formation where and you know the players were lined up the way they're supposed to and doing the things they're supposed to but they were just taking advantage of of neighbors you know and I'll say this I mean any safety one on one against neighbors is a tough feat so I know. Arkansas fans are down on Singletary a little bit for that, but Neighbors is one of the best receivers in the SEC, so when you have a safety matched up one-on-one, so I think that was great scheming by LSU, but then a lack of adjustment you know, by Arkansas's defense to not put somebody over the top, not put some help over there at some point when you kept seeing them line up in that. I mean, I, I did feel like that was costly. So that, that does concern me a little bit because Petrino is a great offensive mind. He puts great matchups out there. Um, and I think he'll see that and, and try to take advantage of that same thing that happened last week. So hopefully, you know, we can make some adjustments on the defensive side of the ball. Totally agree with you. All right, let's talk with uh, Ron. Ron, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Thank you, Ron. All right. I had a, a question about the running backs, uh, and I also had a statement as well. So they're talking, you know, rocket 
supposedly coming back into this game and everything, you know, I kind of look at it as first game back is probably going to have limited carries. Uh, but if the billion comes out just the bulk of these carries and has just a breakout game, what does that do to them moving forward? Do they leave him out once there? Rockets hot, back leave, for a little yeah, while. Yeah. Yeah, whoever's hot, leave him out mm-hmm. there. Uh, that's what you got to do. Well, Rocket will Rocket will get some carries, but if Dominion's doing great, then hey, when Dominion gets tired, put Rocket in. But if it if it reverses and Dominion becomes the starter, that's okay. You do what's best for your team. Well, and I, I agree with you, you know, there too, Rick. Right. One one thing I would say is Dominion. I do feel like is a little bit of liability on pass block um, when he's asked to, to pass block. So sometimes it's a little limitation on third down. But uh, I agree. I think if he's if he's the one that's uh, you know having success, you keep him in. Right. In the statement I was I was wanting to make, you know, everybody's talking about, well, we're disappointed in the team. They didn't do this. We played poorly against BYU. I get it. As a fan, you're disappointed. But I think a lot of fans are failing to look, realize, you know, every coordinator we've got on is brand new this year. You know, you can't go in. Danny Enos is a good coordinator. He's not going to go in the first game and have everything run smooth. You know, usually halfway point through the season, things start clicking. We've seen that last week at LSU. You know, they they put some things together. Uh, I just I don't I don't understand why so many people are calling for Pittman's head when he's getting the coordinators that he needs and just not allowing them time. Am I wrong for thinking that? No, and believe me, most of the people that are Thank sitting you, in the stands are not calling for Pittman's head, and most of the people listening to this show aren't calling for him. It's just a few do, and that that's how it works. Let's think about this, too. The point was raised to me on a text. Talking about Arkansas and LSU, and they didn't do this, and they didn't do that, and they didn't do this, and they didn't do that. LSU was a 17-point favorite. They were a two-touchdown and a field goal favorite. And Arkansas had the game tied with five minutes to go, and then they couldn't stop that drive. When you talk about a talent differential, when you're a 17-point underdog, that means somebody thinks the other team's a whole lot better than you are. And they still had a chance to win. Okay. Nobody say anything about that? No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's go back to Chris. And I'm Chris, sorry, I'm so reading. On the, other hand, on the other hand, so a 70-20 game, we're talking about how bad the Broncos were. Is Tua Tungavaloa, is, is he, has he arrived? Well, and I'll answer your first thing, Rick. I do agree, yeah. They were people forgetting 17 and a half point underdogs and, you know, and to do that. So 100%. And you're going to see way more people on LSU get drafted in the NFL than, than Arkansas, um, you know, from that standpoint. Regarding Tua, yeah, I mean, he has absolutely shown, hey, he can carry this team. He is leading them to um, undefeated record at this point, one of three teams. You still have that concern, and I think Miami Dolphins are still just holding their breath and saying, I hope he doesn't get hit hard um, because cause that could be the end of it. And so I think that's the concern there. But I do think, yeah, I think you're seeing the, the emergence of Tua um, down in Miami. My apology, Rick. I was reading. My bad. My bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Chris. My, all my points are pointless. I get it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was reading. My bad. All right, Chris. We'll talk with you next week. That's Chris Turner, our NFL agent and guru. Hour number three, straight ahead. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. 